Once upon a time, four boys gathered in their dungeon for a very special reason. They had come together to discuss the exploits of the infamous fool and entertainer Adam Sandler. The boys did this every week for many a moon until people from across the land were listening to them talk shit. This led to them all becoming super famous and rich, except for Oliver who got incinerated. The end. Whoa. Welcome to the Adam Sandbox, everybody. This is that podcast I'm where we watch those leave. movies. <laughs> uh, you can leave. It won't help. You'll still get incinerated. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I'll just audibly eat my pasta. Audibly eat my pasta. Nobody wants that. Maybe he just means you're going to get fired from your job. <laughs> oh, oh, that's how it comes together. Anyway, continue, Chris. <laughs> hey, yeah. This week we watched the, another 2008 movie directed by Adam Shankman called Bedtime Stories. Wait, the other one was directed by him as well? No. No. This, uh, this one scored a cool 25% on the Tomatometer. This is a, a Disney, movie. Disney movie. Yeah, still Disney a Happy Madison movie. production, but it's a Disney movie. Um, it's for kids. Yes. Um, hey, who are you? Oh, um, I- I'm fucking... A magic boy, Chris. Fucking a magic boy, Chris. <laughs> I am that magic boy. I'm Luke. I'm that little goblin man that was in one of the things at the start. <laughs> he gets kicked out a window or something? Yes. Yeah. I'm Oliver. Hello, I'm Russell Brand. I'm Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, do that British accent again. Hello, I'm Russell Brand. That's almost as bad as the British accent of the guy at the very start. Oh, you mean young. Tim Hurley? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Was that, was that the Hurley? Because I was like, I was. It wasn't. Just in, let him be in your movie. That's it, a really. It, it wasn't until like the like the later nodding it was in. I'm like, oh, that was meant to be a British accent. That makes more sense. Then I went, holy shit, that was Tim Hurley. Well, what even. If we're getting started on that, was that supposed to be the same person was a question that I had. Yes. yes. It was the same 100% person. 100% it was. They even referenced, like, he makes a promise. No, to it him. wasn't. What? No, I mean like as in. Oh yeah, I, I mean that's not believable. <laughs> no, I do okay. believe you. Um, yeah, we watched uh the bedtime stories. Uh, straight up because we actually have managed to not talk about this at all. Uh, outside of recording, what did you guys think of this movie? It was fine. It wasn't terrible. I, was I, I enjoyed bored. it. Yeah, it was fun. It was I found it fun. I, I, I found it oh, more fun uh, than the last one. The recurring thing was every time there was one of those like story sequences, I'm like, this movie would have been a lot of fun to make. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah for no, sure. Like, it's a kid's movie. I, I'm like, very, I love kids' movies and I like animated movies. I was very on board for the premise of this movie. It was very yeah, on board. Not super well executed. I don't know that it would have retained a child's attention as well as it probably needs to I have. I have a few things to say about the exact execution. If we're talking about child's attention, I want to say specifically about underusing the children in it is a problem that <laughs> I had with it. Those children were adorable. Though. Yeah, they, they were, were adorable, cute. but uh, it's dumb. It underused both its main premise and the main children. Well, it was also because yeah. like going to into it, it for things that weren't necessary. So going really. into it, like the premise was okay. So the premise of this movie is basically, I mean, it's you know uh, Adam Sandler plays uh, some dude Skeeter Brunson. Skeeter, yeah. So uh, anyway, it's an interesting cool name. name uh, so bro. his his dad, it's, it's his dad, the High Sparrow, owned a motel. Uh, at, yep, <laughs> uh, and um, and sold it to uh, this Nottingham dude who's like you know some British developer, I guess. Uh, Uncle Vernon. It's yeah, it, who's that's dead. the older R.I.P. in peace, guys. I just want to point this out while we're on the topic. I decided to uh, write notes again for this one. I almost immediately lost my pencil, but the notes that I managed to crank out were, "Fuck you, High Sparrow," "Fuck you, Uncle Vernon," 
Hello, Russell Brand. Hello, I'm Russell Brand. Good notes. Um, So, yeah, uh, basically he sells it and says, oh, but, you know, if my son's able to, I want him to run the motel, hotel, whatever, when when he grows up. Cut to... well, present day in quotation marks, it was like two thousand. It's really hard to tell how old the uh, the other one seemed but like a long. It was like yeah, ago. it was I don't know like the seventies, I guess. But anyway, oh yeah, I guess it was pretty seventies. Anyway, uh, and so it's like a full on hotel. Uh, Adam Sandler's character works there as like a maintenance man, but clearly knows like very well about it. Uh, Guy Pierce is like the manager, and he's a real piece of shit. Guy Pierce is very good at paying douchebags. Yeah, yeah. Real uh, turds. Oh, yeah. Zena is also in this movie. Who? Yeah. Sorry, Lucy Lawless. Oh yeah, Lucy Lawless. Zena. Yeah, yeah, and she thinks. Is she just because her last name's Lawless that she can do anything. Is she Aspen? <laughs> she can fly. Uh, what? Is she Aspen? Yeah, she's yeah, the one who's fucking Guy Pierce. Uh, I've never seen her. The one who's secretly dating Guy Pierce in a plotline that never ends never up resolves or has any no. has real. anything to do with the fact well, that he's we don't also know, but, like yeah. and also dating the other. It's woman. very unclear to me. It's like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Lucy Lawless is attractive enough, but Teresa Palmer, who plays Violet, is a smoke show. Like yeah. Yes. Why? Yeah, she's fake. She doesn't exist. She just made a smoke. You can just blow her away. Whoa, that's Mirrors why you didn't date her. <laughs> yeah, it must be. Yeah, you blow her away and then Lucy I, I, anyway, but like that there. never comes in. Like that never <laughs> so, even comes into it in terms of like undermining. Well, yeah. So his I mean, the basic the basic plot is there that um he uh, Adam Sandler like is telling bedtime that's, making up bedtime stories because his his dad used to tell him bedtime stories. So he makes up bedtime stories to his the sisters, kids. kids yeah, who he's looking after, and he discovers that uh, the when he tells the bedtime stories, whatever the kids say specifically uh, comes. Becomes real, albeit in a you know capacity yeah, that makes sense in the real the world. world. Like it's not just. Or at least it doesn't, they, have I, to, they have to be on board because he does. Yeah, that's true. Parts, but it's like they have to like have to be on board with the yeah. story, kind of. And it was mm. yeah because I kind of like going into it. I thought, oh, it's going to be like you know he'll, they'll go into like parallel worlds and It'll be, be like, real crazy. No, not really. It's it's just, there's just there's some kind of fun. There's some fun sequences, um, and it just it then plays out in a yeah more real world ver- it, way. It never really said it. Was it magic? Was it no? No, never really. It's never made clear. And it's also suggested at the end that. Uh, there would be a sequel, perhaps, because like, or if not a sequel, that that there's suggestion that he will continue to tell them stories and they will continue to come true because there's a picture of like him with a dinosaur, I think. And it's like, yeah. So the three stories, the three weird, stories. There's if a, they told a dinosaur story in this movie. It wouldn't have been that was so just literal? a cartoon in yeah. the credits. There yeah. were yeah, but there are three yeah. key stories here. So we've got uh, like a medieval one. Uh, cowboys, and then like a Star space. Wars style space, space opera thing. Great. The, space, the space one was great. This, the Western mm. one feels like the uh, soft pitch for ridiculous things. <laughs> <laughs> Where he has like a red, because yeah, he wants to get a free Ferrari. He's way too, he leans on it way too much. Yeah, for that yes. free Ferrari. And he's like real determined that like the well, he's princess. He's figuring out the rules of he's real very determined, rich yeah, universe. He's real determined that the princess that he's going to like get to bone down with is uh, Violet, the hot daughter of the developer. But it's uh, Jill. When in fact it's Jill, a co-worker of his sister's, played by um, the lovely, what's it? Felicity. It's Felicity. Uh, Carrie Russell. Russell. Carrie there Russell's is. delightful and very attractive. Yeah, she is. She's, she's got a, like, she's very, she's, yeah, she's a delight. No, yes. she. I think it's like, yeah, she's she's not hot. She's just very pretty and yes. like she is just dare likeable. I say the fairest in the land. She's very likable. She's a very likable. Yeah, she's a great person to play like a just a very pretty nice sort of middle aged love interest. I and thought as, she was more than pretty nice. No, she's she's lovely. She but at nice. the same time, it is weird that he ends up dating her just because because of, the story like, wills just it. Because the story wills. And he's it. like, oh, I guess this is what I'm and doing. And I also, yeah. In terms of if we're, if we're going to talk about that's something I. Wanted to bring up during this episode. I think we immediately need to get into the mechanics of how the stories come true. So it's like if I was dating someone and I end up like marrying them, 
I would find it quite strange if they say revealed to me that we ended up together because children willed it through. I want to know. I want to know the extent of free will in this. Exactly. Movie. That, yeah. that feels and like manipulation a little bit. It and whether that the I like whether. It's all coincidence. All, right. all these people had completely different let's ideas. Talk about, now, let's talk about let's talk about determinism. Pulling this apart is a little. I'm not, we're not doing that. We're not talking about. Is a little silly considering it is a children's movie and those questions don't really matter. I don't think to yeah. the general structure of the movie. No, they don't. And but it's also it is confusing. You could also argue that it's like yes, it's what the children sort of are on board for. But like, the fact is, the whole point is he thought it was someone else. So like. It can also be that it could have been any woman that that ended up being in the story. And the fact that it ended up being her may have something to, like, maybe more of a, again, getting into, like, fatalism or determinism. It's like, that's how it was meant to be. But, like, it doesn't necessarily invalidate their relationship. There, yeah, there is also just some nice stuff between yeah. them in terms of, like, quoting um, and stuff like and that. And as as Morgan Flake, uh, Russell Brand is in this movie, uh, playing a bit, bit of a simpleton, but a, 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 a fairly nice character for Russell Brand. Yeah, I like Who, I, all I of a sudden, him. towards the end, uh, Violet is real into for reasons <laughs> that are just not... Comprehensible I can to me. See it. I, can I, see no, it. I mean, he's a good looking man. Great. No, 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 like because like that's. I can Violet see- is not. She's, no. she's attractiveness. She's not exactly like the kind of guy girl you see with Adam, but perfect fit for us. Oh Brown. yeah, no, no. You're, you, yeah, you yeah. But, but no, what I mean is, head almost instantly. what I mean well, is, no, it's just like there's an instant attraction, and it's like it's never really like. Yeah. I can see developed at all, but it's like a Russell Brand character that is with that woman. That's not the character that I would think. This character though is, I think, the strange part. Like the his character from. um Forgetting Sarah Marshall and all that. Well, it's like his character, to be snow. fair, uh, to be fair, his character, yeah, his character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Getting to the, the Greek, Greek. yeah, Aldous Snow, as Chris said, uh, you could see him with literally any woman because he's a goddamn rock star in that movie that who is, could fuck yes. anyone he wanted. Like that's that's kind also of the character. because he's just Russell Brand. Yeah, Russell yeah. Brand and himself. Russell Brand. Also, also, he, the real life person, anyone. Russell Brand, who is made, married to Katy Perry. Like it's the same thing. Yeah. No, that was married to Katy Perry. Was I said? I think I said was. I don't know. I thought you said is, but yeah, that was a beautiful partnership. Yeah, I man. Mean, I don't. I'd marry Katy Perry. It. I'd marry both of them together. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd marry the left shot. Courtney Cox also in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she plays uh, Adam Sandler's character's sister, uh, the mother the of the two children. I realized how she spells her name. What? It's not. It's not Courtney. It's Courtney. Like that. There's. I didn't oh, realize. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought you were. I thought you were. It's not C O C K S. I thought it was C O C K S. I was just like I'm Cox. That is also a last name though. Like you can't have the last name Cox. Yeah, Doctor Cox. He's a spell with an X as well, I'm pretty sure. You get way more shit for it if it's just spelt like that. It's just the cocks hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Oliver, you're having some real strange wilderness dick joke over no, there. No, there's a moment. There's a guy who uh, publishes a number of publications in the property law area named Russell Cox, spelt like that, C-O-C-K-S. Well, that's, that's what you've got to have. You've nice. got to have a very dry Russell, life Russell and a very dry, uh, dry job, and nobody's going to make fun of your name. <laughs> I, I honestly never thought about the fact that his last name was Cox, but like that before, because it's just whatever. Well, we've talked about um, yeah. the real tangent, but there's that, um, what's that construction firm that's um, Hooker and Cochran? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, oh boy. Did anybody say anything to them? Or are they just like... No, they, they just, were on board. They were are like, they on hey, board, yeah. or is it like... The fact that we're talking about it says it was a good idea. <laughs> hey, yeah. should we should we call this uh, should we call this company Hooker and Cochran? <laughs> Nah, well, let's, yes. no, nah, yeah. nah, let's call it let's call it slut and bum ramp. <laughs> the conversation there is, hey, my name's Hooker, your name's Cockram. We're partners. Uh, do we want to just like, I is have that, a, is, like, like do we have to do that? Yeah, I well, I mean, you don't have to, but like Yeah. You know, right, guys, it gets the people talking. It does. Oh, but as I was saying, Courtney, is this the first pairing we've seen of Courtney Cox and Adam Sandler since Longest Yard? Which yes. is again a brief yeah. one, but yeah. I forgot she was in that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember I'm like, oh yeah, she's done an, like she's done an Adam she Sandler movie before. 
Um, and it is, yeah, I she's guess... She's a real Monica type in this, though, yeah, as opposed she to a is. hot... She's a high school principal, mm. which says... Uh, she's exactly what you'd expect from a high school principal, I guess. Like, And she's also like, she won't let her kids watch TV or eat junk food. She's one of those and, crazy ladies. Yeah. She's yeah. a Monica. She's not a Rachel. Can we yeah. Can we uh, speak about the... Or the, even a Phoebe. The, the shining... No, Phoebe's more ridiculous than Nobody's Rachel. a Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe's a maniac. Can we talk about the <laughs> shining star, the best on ground, if you will, of this movie? Uh, the guinea the, pig. The guinea oh, pig. Boy. The weird CG uh, guinea pig. Goodness. As I said last episode, the thing that made me realise, oh boy, we should watch G-Force. Bugsy. Yeah. Why is Bugs- does it have those eyes? I don't know. Is because it's, a, it's, it's all been moving. Kids okay, I'd like to but posit why? This, this theory to <laughs> you. Because they can make toys? Because it was cute. It's this very- is also we, we do need to keep mentioning. This is a Disney kids movie. Like it's this a Disney movie. It's, yeah. this- it's Disney bedtime stories. Is like the logo. But there were yeah. some things in it that made me think. Like there were some points where, like you know, they'll make sort of I guess innuendo where I'm like, this. I guess Disney movies do this. It's well, more of a family movie than a straight up kids movie. I guess it's a more immature Sandler than I was expecting. I was expecting there would be his children. And it's another click style thing where he's gonna. Ha- it's he's actually just a like a freewheeling. I liked his image. character. Yeah, in this. no, I actually quite yeah, liked he it. He's got good. like a faux hawk haircut. Well, like- again though. It's interesting to say, like, I sort of watched this and went, he's still, like, he's quite animated. Like, he's... Because mm. I feel like... I thought he was great in it. Well, we had this vision, and it may be that we haven't quite got to that point yet, but we had that idea where he really starts phoning it in. But he was, you know, he was pretty good in this. Yeah, like, he, he was, was doing, yeah. he was quite animated and... Did a good job. He had fun with the premises as well. Like, he clearly liked the idea of being able to put in those silly situations. Yes, and that's that's what I mean. Like, I, I think it was a very would have been a very fun movie to make. I it thought there should have been more of those stories. I agree. I thought it was I weird. agree. I think there should have been more yeah. of it as well. What yeah. were you saying, Chris? It seemed like kind of almost as if it was like a throwback to when he used to be silly and fun yeah. and like yeah. he wasn't just playing the straight man who's having a shitty time with his dumb ass friends. So maybe like maybe not the whole movie. He's like yeah, well, yeah. maybe but it, let's no, be- But it is like you could kind of see it's like you know, if he started taking things more seriously and became a teacher like he wanted, Billy Madison could grow up to be this guy. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Cause what the implication with when it chose What was what did his did his dad run hotels in Billy Madison? Yeah. Yeah. Well there you go. It's like a <gasps> Was just based on Billy Mass. What if it was the the guy that took it over was his was uh, Carl from Billy? No, then he'd be too nice though, and not a crazy germaphobe. Guy, by the way, guys, did you know that uh, germs can reproduce eighty percent faster in bright light? Yeah. I don't know that that's true. I was gonna look into it. I'm like, I don't care enough to do that. I'm just gonna mention that. I don't think that's. I don't true. think that's. That can't be true. It doesn't seem like something they would care. I don't about. know that we're ever gonna find out, but I don't think that just could to be, be true. safe. Can we turn the lights off? <laughs> no, the, thank you. The thing that I was going to say though, when we start talking about Bugsy is it, it feels like at first maybe they were going to explain. Oh, was that, the name, like, the, was that the name of the guinea pig? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So is Bugsy, he brings the bell, is Bugsy magical? Does he create the magical effect? Well, it's, that's the other thing. It's never made clear. It's, it's never made clear what, which you mentioned earlier. It's just, we don't know why these things happen. At first, it seems like it's going to be. There's like, like a, he rings the bell and it's like, oh, he's yeah. going to be revealed that Bugsy is magical. That's why he's got crazy eyes. No, there's there's literally no reason for him to have crazy eyes other than kids probably think it's yeah. amusing. Yeah. He's got real cute sounds, though. Like, real mm. cute, like, silly. He's very much an animated. He's a cartoon character. He's not yeah. he's, he's not, he's not a real guinea pig with fake eyes. He's he a cartoon talk character. And he interacts with people. That's yes, how he fully like, interacts. Good. Guys, I looked it up. Yep. You're on Yahoo Answers. I'm on Chris. Yahoo Answers. This is the most. Uh, the question is most like valid. The question is: so, I watched a movie that said germs reproduce eighty percent faster yeah, I wonder, in bright I which light. Movie. Is that true? And the best answer is basically a long way of saying no. <laughs> all right, no, well, there's, there's no evidence. So we were probably correct to assume that. I mean, germaphobes probably make up all sorts of crazy weird shit. Yeah, germaphobes are maniacs. Um, but yeah, I really like that this was children friendly. Like it really got rid of a lot of the, a lot of the things that we usually find stupid and the dumb jokes and the weird, like 
gay panic and stuff. It's like there's no room for any of this. Yeah, here, which is good. I like. Which the fact I that like. It's like I actually would like his movies to all be like. Yeah, that. the fact that like on the one hand, I do feel like there was some. Yeah, it wasn't executed as well as it could have been. But the fact that it was aimed at families, it got like. And I like some of the dumb Adam Sandler jokes that only work with like for adults. Maybe. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff in Billy Madison is absolutely like you couldn't use in a kids movie, but the stuff that he like. Yeah, the more. Well, I guess it's that you know the things like you know the flaming bag of dog poop and shit like that. In, and now I'm stuck. I'm stuck on Billy Madison now because we mentioned it earlier. But, <laughs> but those things that like that wouldn't work in a kids movie. Um, but he doesn't really do stuff like that in his movies anymore. Anyway, like it does seem like there's still that, admittedly less so, but there's still a bit of that like weird gay panicky stuff in some of his movies. Yeah. yeah. So I like the fact that this movie mean is that he well, can't do that. It's just it's it's like I guess gay panic is a weird way to put it because it's not purposefully like that. It's just the weird like it's, it's the, like the, it's the sexual gay using stuff. sexuality as but, a as the butt of a joke. Yeah, the, the sexuality like butt of the joke and like the risque type of stuff that he normally does is just the kind of thing that I'm sick of and he yeah, usually yeah. handles in a poor way. Like he literally can't it, do that in this, and I like a, those uh, restrictions. Those on jokes him. have a strong tendency to fall flat. Yes, I like the fact that he is like his hands are tied. Like Adam, you are not allowed to put any of those in this movie. <laughs> Also, oh, guys, was- guys, uh, speaking of Adam putting a bunch of shit in movies, I was listening to uh, this week's episode of Harmontown, and uh, there was a story about how Dino Stamatopoulos was taken on to do- Starburns. Starburns. Was uh, hired oh. on to do Punch-Up for Master of Disguise. Oh, yeah. And he rewrote 90% of it, and uh, apparently it was pretty good, but then Adam Sandler came on board and scrapped the 90% that he wrote and rewrote it all with fart jokes and dick jokes and gay jokes. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh wow! So it would have been the a re- like a better Dana Carvey vehicle. Um, In yeah, apparently it was. Yeah. It must have been. Good. A, it was pretty good. It must have been a, of like a very different you... style of movie because that movie's perfect already, and I don't really <laughs> hate it. I was going to say you love that movie. Um, I. It was the point. I think in this movie, the point where. Uh, Gumball start raining down in his car because, and he, and he realizes, oh, this is a thing that's happening. Like, yeah. as in, you know, the stories are coming real. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's like, oh, it's a truck. Because like you, the shot moves out, and it's like, well, it's not actually everywhere. It's just this very specific spot, and you realize, oh, it's a truck on an overpass. Yeah, it's like I was Jack prepared Nair. for it to all spill out into the real world, and I think that would have been cool. But yeah, that, that was. The I think it would have like- been. It would have been a very different movie. I kind of understand why they did it the way they did, but at the same time, I yeah. think there's. It would have been more. Fun it, to make it, some it different just, choices. It felt shackled down, like it the way, did, like to to a bunch of weird limitations they'd put on themselves. That didn't, and that given, I didn't think served the movie. I like, think given that it's a family movie, like it should, it could have been more fun. No one, no crazier. one would have decried its lack of realism if it was crazier. Due yeah. to the fact that it's got a fucking animated guinea pig in it. See, like, that's the thing, though. That's exactly what's going to happen in Pixels, and we're going to see whether that works or not. But or, yeah, the, the, yeah, I the, guess. The maybe. real thing that made me realize what this movie could have been and what it isn't. Guys, what if we love Pixels though? <laughs> I've seen a bit of it. I it's like very it. unlikely. Morgan just said he likes what he's seen. I've of seen it. a bit of it. Okay. I like it. Yeah, but, well, yeah, guys, Morgan's, we love video I, games. I, guys, what's not to like? Morgan's wearing a Quicksilver wallet chain. <laughs> This is a conversation. That's a good callback to a few weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't keep it. Well, this is a real conversation. You're wearing another it. time. Yeah, I didn't keep it though. I found it. And I gave it back to you. <laughs> this is another one that I just had. It's just like, he's already got one. Of course Morgan has a wallet chain. Guys, being that everything in the movie is explained in a way that is plausible to just happen in reality, yes. do you think that it is actually magic children doing it? Or do you think it's all just wonderful coincidence? It's definitely not coincidence because there's a scene where women, uh, for reasons beyond them, and uncontrollably start doing the hokey pokey. Yep. So it's definitely yeah, not coincidence. All right, you got that there. Yeah, including Aisha, Aisha Tyler. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Aisha Tyler. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure one of those women is uh, the girl, the, the House Bunny, the, the, Bunny, the, the weird, weird one, one from House Bunny. Uh, Mary, Mary. Already forgotten her name. Mary, oh. Let me go back on my notes a sec. Uh, Marianne. Uh, it's, uh, it is 
or Kellyanne Conway? Kerry May. Kerry May. Yeah, she was one of those girls at the table. Yes. Have I talked about? Just while you mentioned Kellyanne Conway, I know I've talked to you. I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast. Well, so I recently saw a picture of Kellyanne Conway and went, wait, I thought Kellyanne Conway was attractive and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized, oh, I had never actually seen Kellyanne Conway. I had only ever seen SNL's depiction and Kate McKinnon is attractive. Were you also surprised <laughs> to know that Sean Spicer is not a woman? No. Or I- spicy? Although I admit... He's pretty spicy. I will admit, I did watch... <laughs> it's got a fair bit of spice. I will admit, though, I didn't know how accurate Melissa McCarthy's impression was because I've never seen real Sean <laughs> yeah, Spicer. Dude, he, For all I know, it could have been 100% He loves that motorised podium that he's got. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've literally never seen the man. I've, I actually haven't even watched most of the um, SNL. Oh, SNL has it's been... And this is also sort of relevant because obviously yeah. Adam Sandler was on SNL. SNL is back in a golden era because of the ridiculous shit going on in politics right now. Their ratings are at like a... Like, it's higher than they've been in ages. Yeah. Yeah, doing a good job with it. The, yeah, the politics stuff is like... Because usually I find the politics stuff, like, obviously being in Australia, like, in previous... Because I watch SNL, I've been watching it for years, and, like, you know, sometimes it'll fall a bit it's flat a bit because it's disconnect. very... It, I mean, obviously, it's America-centric. It's an American show, but it's like, I don't really know that much about it. The way politics are in America right now, pretty everyone quiet. in the world knows what's happening. Well, everyone who has yeah. access to, like, the internet knows what's happening yes. in American politics. So, it's and like... it's pretty it's pretty ripe stuff. It is. And, like, yeah, that's the thing. It is so set up for satire. Almost to the point where, I mean, yeah, Matt Stone and Trey Parker have said they don't know what to do with the next season of South Park because real life is too ridiculous for them to parody and well, they're not sure where that, to go with it. That's why they did the whole thing with uh, Mr. Garrison being the... Yeah, no, but they've, said, they've said now... They, they've deliberately said that they don't want to parody. Yes. Like, they don't want to cover the Trump thing because they don't know how to. But they've also... Yeah, they've said they, like, they don't know they where they're going to go with it. It's too difficult to satirize. It's pretty hard to heighten. And as it mm. is, they left some cliffhangers at the end of the last season, so I don't know where they're going to go with it. But anyway, <laughs> way off topic. Yes. Um, no, this movie is very political. Yeah. <laughs> No, this this no, this movie. I mean, I don't know that we're going to have necessarily a whole lot to say. Like, this was a fun movie. I actually yeah. I watched it quite late because I was out last night and I was kind of tired. But I actually did, and I, so I didn't take that many notes. But I just enjoyed just like sit, lying on the couch and watching this movie. Like it was. Yeah, good. no, I watched it this morning. Yeah, I watched I, it last night. I got it. It's a very easy movie to watch. Normally, it's kind of annoying to have to get up and watch the movie for the podcast. And I'm yeah. like, no, I, I had a good time yeah. watching this movie. It was it was it was very easy to watch. Yeah, it was lovely. Um. Oh man, there's a point. Uh, I think it's in the first uh, story. I think it's uh, yeah. Don't stop believing starts playing. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> which I was like, oh yeah, and this then it plays over the credits as well. Pretty good soundtrack. It did. It did have bad. a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, speaking of soundtrack, though, can we talk a little bit about uh, his ringtone? His ringtone yeah. is literally a voice going ring, 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 and then like getting like starting to yeah. screech. It's like ring, ring, ring. It's, really, it's like what the fuck? Why it's is that in this movie? There's got to be something addressed. behind that. Yeah, it ha- his phone rings a couple of times, and I noticed it. And I went, "What is that?" There's got to be a deleted scene that explains that a bit better. Maybe it's probably just out of Selma's ringtone. <laughs> probably is the dog? Is the bulldog in it? Just his? Is bull- it meatball? I wanted that as well. There's a do- there's a bulldog uh, towards the end, which is the well, which ball. Is, it's Mozzaball. Okay, I can never tell. So oh, yeah. yeah, meatball was his first one died, and then Mozzaball. Great was uh, bulldog name. His name's Boogie because he's the booger monster from the space thing. But the. There's a the thing I was going to say before while we're talking about the space thing. Yep. Um, yeah, in terms of what this movie is and what it seems like it should have been, when they're on the bike at the end racing to get to the demolition site, which is like, we should probably... T- that was cool, the point, transitions there. But, well, but it has the bit where it shows them on a, on a, like a space bike in space. Yes. Mm. But it's the only time that it's ever had some kind of analogy in those fictional worlds for the real life events. And it's like, yeah. that's the only... But then it shows them on that bike. Then they go on a jump and go through a train car, like this crazy big action scene. And grab his wallet back, but we'll come back to that. Yes. But that has no... That's actually li- happening. Like, wait. It's crazy. So, yeah. you, so you've said that 
So you're saying like, oh, look at this. It's like this, look, it's like this is happening. But then they do this crazy action sequence thing and you don't have a, like a space bike analogy for that? Like, that's so strange. Yeah, and look, there's obviously then, like, like some magical realism going on here in a big but, way but then like also, in general. But this... it, to have that stuff happening in real life and have that, like, wouldn't it be... Wouldn't it have been interesting to have an element to it where the kids can somehow freely shape what is happening as things are happening? Like, like what, what, it just it didn't. There use may be it. a version of this movie that did that. It may not have like played, or it may have required too much setup. I don't. Or know. Or maybe they just. It feels like it feels honestly like they just pulled it back. Like maybe they pulled it back, and Adam wanted to just be a little bit more front and center, and like just have more of his kind of stuff going know. on. Yeah, there I mean, wouldn't that have made, that and wouldn't it have made more sense for him to. Not bring her on the back of the bike. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. not how movies work. <laughs> but though. if we're going to, because he's literate, he said he's never. I've never a done this before. before. I'm going to to ride incredibly fast and dangerously, and uh, yeah, just jump on the back. You don't need to be here. We're not going to use you at all. Just get on, and I'll, I'm just. I'm, hell, we might die. I'm going to jump through a train at some point. Hey, Luke. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever eaten wheat germ between two rice cakes with toothpaste on it and a banana and a banana? Uh. Mm, that's Luke as food. No, the toothpaste is not very. I much. okay. I've eaten. Ma- I've eaten disgusting. many. Yeah, I've eaten Luke many rice biscuits, many bananas, and I've brushed my teeth twice a day. Yeah, Luke has don't no teeth. Ever, They've all fallen out. Not not together. And I don't think I've ever eaten. You know wheat what sounds unappetizing? Itself. Wheat germ. Wheat germ. Yeah, I think wheat germ is something you would use in cooking and not just eat. Gosh, what why, a moniker! Why does this this movie <laughs> this movie has a real problem with like environmentalism? Health in general, and for some reason, communism. No, well, that's a that's a that's Wait. a common Sandler thing. Is that he loves being like the the slob guy who tells it like it is. It doesn't tolerate like real like real like like oh Prius drivers. You you drinking your healthy food and you eating your healthy drinking your drinks. healthy food. You drinking your healthy <laughs> food and eating your healthy drinks. It reminded <laughs> me of the thing I saw on. Uh, Probably Instagram or some shit. It was some shit making fun of vegans, and it was like a like a McDonald's chip packet that just had lettuce in there. It's like, p- potato- yeah, fuck pa- you for eating lettuce instead pa- of fried potato, pa- you piece pota- of shit. Potatoes vegan. I ate tons of potatoes. <laughs> are you I making ate- fun of this? Yeah, and it's also like yeah, that- that's making fun of healthy people, not vegans. But it's also like that cake that she has. Like that cake looks like pure garbage. Like Luke, you yeah. like to- you like clean eating, but you wouldn't eat that. What, what was cake. the what was the cake? It's like of- a crazy. It's like a. It's like a gluten free, but it's like a cake that's got like um, it's a gluten free wheat grass cake, which is like that's no. gross. Oh, it was just looked like grass. It was it looked, yeah, it's like that's yeah, gross for people like like that. Like people if, don't eat like that. Nobody eats like that. Yeah, if you have to just make something up to make fun of these it's, people, like what are you really trying the, to no, say? No, the health the health food is is the version of people who are trying to think of ways to make ridiculous health foods without actually being realistic about it. Yeah, that's, it's that's just kind, kind of, of weird. When it's like with. I just I don't know what it's, this it's, is for. it's people who have the idea in their head that like I'm gonna make fun of healthy people. And uh, I'm going to make fun of the crazy stuff they eat. What's some things that they eat? And then they think of things that are Bruh. just normal, uh, healthy uh, food. Uh, wheat like, germ, rice oh. biscuits, they bananas. Say, oh, wait, put it all together. What are they, they, they Oh, I don't know because I don't like them. <laughs> they come up like, like, oh, let's go with some some foods that they eat. And then they hear about foods that they eat. They're like, that's that's just normal food. That's not funny. Le- they are they lawn clippings, probably. Hey, hey, you can, I like tofu. Make fun of tofu. Tofu is pretty weird. Tofu is like, great. Though. Tofu or like kale or something like that. Like I don't think those Kale's are bad foods. Good. But if you're gonna really just like just have at it. Have like, go with those ones. Don't make up things. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty into health foods, and I'll admit, like health food in general doesn't taste as good as unhealthy food. Like yes. that's not groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but it, if you do it right, like it can still be enjoyable and tasty. It's just like you do have to be willing to accept the fact that 
you're making a compromise. Like three things that I quite but like, like. It's you know, and I do eat a bit of yeah, like tofu. You have like kale and some like quinoa. Make fun of that. Those are just real things that people. If eat. you mm-hmm. gave me a bowl of like Pooch. tofu kale and quinoa, I'd eat the shit out of that. Yeah. I'd love a bowl mm-hmm. of tofu kale and quinoa. Hey, pretty good. Yeah. Put some rice in that, some sriracha. Yeah, but oh, absolutely. Guys, That's basically what we had for lunch today. Yeah, but guys, great. we're a bunch of lefty cunts. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Hey guys, I don't know where to go with that. It's just I don't have anything yep. else to say about guys. that. Is that pe- uh, there's a lot of people that would think that's exactly what we are. Well, guys, yeah, we are. Remember so that's fun. when he got Bunch kicked by a dwarf cuts. in his Ooh, dream? I want to talk about that. And then he okay, got kicked by so a dwarf yeah, that, guy, that dwarf actor is overacting like so, crazy. Yeah. So that yeah, it's like in was that was that the, the Wild West one? Where like yeah, they, yeah there's a bunch of dwarves in a little cart. One of them kicks him and then goes back to the cart and leaves. Not really made clear why. Then in real life, uh, the same guy, but you know, obviously in normal attire. Kicks him, goes back to... They're driving a gremlin, which is quite a small car. Yeah. Uh, and it's full of them. They can barely see over the dashboard. It's like, this seems dangerous. And as they drive off, he declares, big people suck. It's like, no, 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 whoa. Big, big people else, stink. Big people stink, he sorry. He runs out of like, the car and goes, pull me in. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> whoa. Okay, first of all, I feel like that was a little offensive, but fair. That is how he spoke. But Oh, he was a cartoon character. He yeah. was a cartoon small character. Man. But also, um, yeah, it's just like, man, what a, what a fucking little bigot. What a little bigot. <laughs> Oh, whoa! He's, can you can you call well, him when, that? Yes, you absolutely can. He is he. Big people stink. He is discriminating on the basis of height. That is the equivalent of what people uh, do when is they it fucking Luke over here. This the, is the this big is people reverse reverse. Uh, hang on, what's the right term for this? What's the right term for discriminating uh, on someone on height? Hey, 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 hey! You know what it is? You know what it is? It's big a tree. Big, bigotry. I mean, I guess, I mean, it's against kind of, yeah, big people. It's, I get, I get, but like, so it's reverse bigotry. Though. I mean, it's you can't. Really... No, 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 it's is regular it, bigotry. Is it rude to call a little person a bigot because they're not big at all? I feel like we've made the same joke about three times now. Uh, but I, mean, I wanna. I'm, I'm legit asking. Is that no? Because bigot is a term. It has nothing to do with the size of someone. Guys, when <laughs> read a book. Yeah, fucking hell. Oh, oh, th- oh, shit! This reminded me of a story. Oh god, no, is just, it a bedtime but, story? No, no, no. This is directly related to before what he just you said. Before you say this, just before we go past the small people thing, I want to just make sure that everyone remembers that in the Wild West, they get on a thing and they've got tiny little horses <laughs> <laughs> that are not ponies. Now, Oliver, they are proportionately now, Oliver, tiny little horses. Oliver, I know that you are a big fan of tiny horses. I love tiny horses, <laughs> especially when they wear shoes. I love tiny horses that wear shoes. In sneakers. But no, we're not talking about the kind of horses that are um, that are like genetically seeing, quite small, like seeing eye horses for people, or that one in that lovely gift that I watched recently that is sitting in a baby's high chair <laughs> eating food. <laughs> that horse looked like, weird. Delightful. These are like just CGI small horses. Yeah, it's there's some weird. Like, uses. What, why? <laughs> yeah, there's a weird uh, trend with CGI animals in this in like CGI yes. animals in this movie. But anyway, what I was going to say is, so a few years ago. Uh, a production that we've all been involved in. We were doing some casting, and um, we were throwing about around uh, names to call uh, characters for the purposes of casting. One of them was it was a song called "Big Money," and someone jokingly suggested bigots. Obviously, you know, a joke because oh, because it's big money. Someone I'm not going to name them. Um, I'll tell you guys later who it was. Didn't Just know. Beep it. Okay, fine. It was. <laughs> you better fucking beep that. <laughs> Didn't know what that term meant, and fully put it in there as bigots, and we're like. No, that's a joke. And then we explained what it meant, and she was like, oh, boy, because she's she... very politically correct. How does she not know what that means? I don't know. This, uh... was a, this was a few years ago now. This was like probably at least five years ago. She's at least. What did she think bigot meant, do you reckon? No idea. A like, big like idiot. Like a big man? Like, like... Uh, it means evolution isn't real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. like oh, Blumenek, he's a bigot. <laughs> 
You've just reminded me of one of my favorites. <laughs> and you said my British accent yeah, was Yeah, no, bad. you just reminded me of one of my favorites. I mean, I was trying to be a ridiculous... It's like, oh, like, so like, like saying, a, yeah, he's a beggar, no, he's a beggar. One of my... A beggar. <laughs> Morgan have <Dunnard. laughs> <laughs> It's another good way to get to get into a British accent. Uh, Morgan has two street signs in this house, Morgan Avenue and Dunn Road. But if you say it as a sentence, it's, oh, look. Oh, oh it, boy, Morgan have Dunnard now. <laughs> also, that's the Fable voice. That's the voice of fa- everybody in Fable. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Peter Mullen, you get some better casting. Oh, you don't make you're not making Fable anymore. It's fine. Um, also, make all those games that Peter Mullen do. <laughs> <laughs> this speaking is really of, getting off topic. Speaking of accents, this is a good time to transition. Oh, I just into... want to mention one other thing. I want to mention one other thing because um, you reminded me of doing that accent of uh, one of my favorite subreddits at the moment, which is uh, Scottish people Twitter. Because yeah. the way that like if you should look it up, one of the, the way Scottish people type is uh, in, still has their accent in it, and they also use uh, it's it's hard to explain until you read it, but like. They also use very specific words, like Scottish people Twitter is the only person that I have seen the word reprobate used more than once. Like referring to someone as like your bloody reprobate, I love it. I love it so much. They, <laughs> Scottish people have a way with words that I am just so fond of. It's a lot of letters to type. No, it's dude. Check out Scottish people Twitter. Like it's just like yeah, they have a very specific way of speaking that is delightful in on Twitter. I have a Scottish friend. Yep, and he's got a. What I assumed to be a pretty Scottish accent. A Scottish brogue. And uh, we were on uh, the moot a couple of years ago. Yep. And he ran into one of his fellow Scotsmen. And you couldn't understand a word they were saying? As soon as they got together, it started as like, fucking, hey, how you going, blah, 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 a Scottish accent. And as soon as they got together, it was like, hello, 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 like, wow, that's not even yeah, English anymore. But like, oh, yeah, it was. It was just yeah, it's it's yeah, man. They're oh, crazy. It's like Luke and I, I think, talk quite fast, but like yes, it's probably an issue when Morgan tries to edit this podcast. I've been, I try, but it, I've it been happens. trying to fix You're it as well. Right. It um, happens. I think but, it was worse when we started making man, the podcast. To be honest, there are some uh, like Scottish people is like that is insane. Mile a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they uh, they really they really pump it out now. Now, Morgan, what were you saying? Speaking of accents, were you wanted to transition to a segment, perhaps? Oh yeah, well we we'll, we formal, we'll formalize the segment, I guess, and I'll put some theme yes. music right here. That's right. It's time for our, our newest formalized segment. What race is Rob Schneider playing in this one? And this one's a doozy. Oh, oh boy, he's a Native man. American what with a big old he? fake nose. What? Is this weird prosthetic? <laughs> yep. Uh, this is in the dream world. Just he, it's, yeah. he wouldn't do this in real life, would he? No oh, yeah. way. Okay, admittedly, the one in real life is not as much of a caricature at all. The fact that it's still And it's a- not actually... He, he, at least when it's like... Then when he comes into it in real life, he's not wearing the prosthetics. He's probably still meant to be Native American. He doesn't do a voice or anything. Why so does he have to be Native American when he's in it in the real world? I don't know. World. I gotta say, though, when he steals out of Sandler's wallet, I did quite like... I quite like that funny. sequence because he thinks he's gonna get the free Ferrari from this guy. And it's like, oh, this guy has nothing to do with the Ferraris. Yeah. He's just gonna rob him. And it was pretty funny. My- and then when he gets the wallet back while jumping through a train car... Is Why also- was Rob in the train car? That was I think- just... Uh, why? Literally, train, train literally hopping like them Native Americans do. Two of know. the two of the last <laughs> notes I have for this movie are: Yeah, get fucked, Rob Schneider. Followed immediately by: Yeah, get fucked, Guy Pierce. <laughs> which we'll explain in a mi- yeah. in a moment. Yeah, he got fucked. Uh, guy, guy Guy Pierce gets uh like full on like seriously. Like, uh, he gets biffed. He gets no, biffed no, from Back like, to the Future. No, 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 as in like uh, yeah, Adam Sandler jumps off a moving bike, so moving very fast, grabs onto something to swing, and full on kicks Guy Pierce. Like he'd be going, he'd be. If you guys are familiar with inertia, he, he, he would, would break be moving his ribs. fast yeah. as hell. 
I, that was what I think. It would have been even harder than when Rob Schneider threw the baseball at that kid in the bench warmers. <laughs> what Oliver was referring to I was, was referring weird. to the very end, like the Biff, the Biff yeah, thing. Because Aspen and Guy Pierce now work for, at, which is like, I'm sure they've got better references and that's like, exactly what I said. Why? Like, it's like why? for a long time he ran a very prestigious he was a he absolutely man. could have gone he to a competitor get, and like been and, and yeah he would have known all the job. secrets of the of, yeah he would have done just guys, fine he has no reason job prospects. oh yeah guys and this is yeah people it's way better if you know maybe uh, he, he for whatever reason he they go to court he has a bunch of money he can't afford to pay it so he just becomes his butler instead is, is this like implying intention servitude or something? Yeah, like it's just, he, he has to work for the chain in, it's some, a great, it's in some aspect. Oh yeah, well it is worth mentioning as well. So obviously the, oh. the ending is that uh, Adam Adam's uh, his idea for the hotel is the one that's chosen. He fucks it up, but he manages to recover again. So so he ends up getting to take over the hotel, yeah. and he makes it more of a friendly, like family friendly kind of business. And yeah, but for whatever reason, Guy Pierce's character I thought he, just he, keeps the implication working, is that he splits with that company and starts his own hotel. Maybe. That's or maybe he keeps the site of the old one, I think. I, yes. Yeah, I wasn't clear I'm not it. sure. I, I think he does part ways with the big one, which is why it's interesting. But it's his idea. He keeps running the... It's more of a low-key sort of... Like, like his dad ran the motel. Yeah. yeah. But it, that's why it's interesting that Guy Pierce, Because like, the implication is, I think, that he starts his own motel and Guy Pierce could still just be running the big one. Like, it's... I, yeah. It's also just such a weird <laughs> message for children. It's like, on the side? You don't want to just... You don't want to just beat your enemies. You want to yeah. beat them down. No, the message, and you see... Yeah. No. The, Fuck that they've become every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> the message for kids is revenge is sweet, children. Yeah. But revenge you, is sweet, children. You wouldn't want to have Guy Pierce around because he's always looking for He'd the be undermining him. Yeah, you, you would think so. Yeah, you would absolutely think so. Yeah. Um, but, well, you know, whatever. Can we talk about the space sequence a bit? Because there's a lot just to quickly, unpack in that. We glossed over it again. Yeah. I, have to, I just want to say oh, it one sorry. more time. Fuck Rob Schneider. Fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah. Ab- so no, absolutely. Well, to be very clear, it's still not as bad as Chuck and Larry. No, it's That's by far his worst one. Yeah. But it is... Pretty bad. My response. To, my, my we re- should pro- we should actually try and like put together a, like hierarchy of like system. worst caricature. My reaction to it was a little dulled because you guys responded so strongly, so I was expecting something bad. Yeah, but it's still just like ugh. it was. That's it why, was, like, yeah, the intro of that segment it should just be a, even... a silence and a very heavy sigh from all of us. Cause <laughs> I'm just sick of it. It wasn't even like fuck you, Rob Schneider, for me. It was just for fuck's sake, Rob Schneider. I mean, it is also because we keep seeing this over and over again, and it's like, why aren't you listening to us on your podcast that we recorded <laughs> years after you made these movies? Why didn't you think No, this? I don't think that at all, because it's wearing no one sound. should have to tell him no. not to do that. People, t- But so many people do. I know. Yeah, so the thing is, though, why, just, what, just why? Just why is he doing this in every movie? That, no one is telling him he shouldn't do that, but clearly a bunch of no, people, people are telling him like that. Adam. Roger Ebert made it very clear <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't be doing it. But apparently that. Adam and people close to him are telling him, telling him no, you should do this. He's yeah. a fucking. He's a kid at school who keeps shitting his pants just so the teachers will fucking say, "Hey, you've got to do something and pay attention to him." He's that. He's that one fucking kid who who knows better. He can, he absolutely has the opportunity to do better, but he just keeps coming to school, shitting his pants, and going, "I did it again." Or what is do he? I do? Or is he like Chris? With that, with this feels arm. like a very specific example. <laughs> did you go to school with a kid that shit himself on purpose to get attention? Probably. Was it you? <laughs> No, I have a theory Chris. about this. Chris, did you just shit your pants? I... <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah, no, weirdest response. I, I, I think Rob again. Schneider is like, every time it comes out, he's like, how did this one go? This one might be better. Oh, they didn't like it. Oh, what should I do next time? It, 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 I, don't, it, it, I don't even know that he's thinking right? it. Let's try that. Chris is correct, though. It's like that kid that's realized that... Um, 
he can just be shocking and that'll get people's attention. Like if he does crazy stuff, he just wants the attention. Again, it's like, what is his yeah, project? I, I did well, go to school with this kid who, uh, he came to our school in probably like year eight or nine and he instantly became apparently the funniest person in, in my year level and I couldn't understand why because all he did was hang out a window and go, <gasps> this is, guys, this is literally something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, so which is what, the why? funniest thing in the world to a 14-year-old boy is being loud in public places. Yeah. It's all it's all it was, and I'm like, this isn't this isn't funny, this isn't humor. Yeah. I, I'm over here spinning gold, and this motherfucker's just yelling at me. What's funnier is being loud in a room with four men talking about Adam Sandler. Yeah. That's at way least funnier. we're making coherent points sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. But yeah, like it's like because what would Rob Schneider's career be if not for these movies? Like, would he be doing anything He's, else? I mean, if he didn't agree, probably. If he didn't yeah, I mean, he was. Still... He could probably just be in these movies and not be well, a keep fucking mind, no, Maybe also is the only option he has. Like, maybe no, nobody wants on. to put him in. Any hang other on, way. keep in mind. Like, obviously, we come across him a lot in cameo roles because we're doing an Adam Sandler podcast. He was probably doing other stuff at the same time. Maybe not that much, but Seinfeld. like. He wasn't an episode of Seinfeld. This, this was oh, this is way after that. <laughs> uh, he he didn't he make a reality TV show recently as well. Like he made a, he made a Netflix special. I mean, he, he did someone that. else. I feel like he made a reality TV show as well. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't care. Maybe I'm bugging yeah. did. Um. So can we can we also so can we talk about uh the space sequence a little bit more the yes. the Star Wars esque. I wish sp- they made a whole movie out of it. Yeah. I so it's it. Adam Sandler speaking in gibberish. Which then turns out it's because a bee stings his tongue, so he can't talk. It's properly. in the, in the original funny. context. It is real Sandler's, and it's like, Ooh, yeah. like it's a very like, uh, a with silly... his translator in the sequence being uh, Robert Russell Brand that looks <laughs> so fucked, like a yeah. metal predator. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. It's really decisive. It's choice. real crazy. It's like they were like, hey, what if we combined Chewbacca and C three PO? No one went, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one went. Why does he have to be a? I guess it's to translate, but also still why? But then also yeah, and then also it's never explained why Russell. I guess it's because he could do it in the. Bedtime story, and it comes true that Russell yes. Brand could understand what also Adam Sandler was saying. Friend. Yeah, I guess maybe. Actually, if we're going to say that, I really like there's the early, very early, very expositional dialogue where, like, hey, I wonder what their relationship is. And then Adam Sandler goes, oh, can I have some of your chips? And he goes, oh, yeah, of course. I'm your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> You're my like, best friend. You thank can you have for my ex- chips. Thank yeah. you for explaining that, Russell Brand, very, very specifically. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's important that everyone knows about. The fact that they're best friends. It's like, I probably <laughs> would have got that if they just acted like best friends. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's very important. No, but it's very important that you know that they're not just friends. They're best friends. Hey, I, don't know, I think that hey. makes Russell Brand's character so likeable. And I think it is important it is as well, because like, I don't know that I just let any of my friends look after my sister's kids that I've been charged hey, with protecting. I'd probably want only my best friend. I'd also friend. probably hey, get Luke. mad at them if they got you've sauce got, all over my you've face. You've got a friend sleeping on a couch at the moment. Have you checked to actually, see if they have sleep panic disorder? Actually, he's sleeping on a mattress on the floor. But does he have sleep panic no, disorder? No, he does have a wicked case of the vapors, though. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I also recently um, shared a hotel room with him, so I don't think that he does. He snores a little bit sometimes, but not that much. Uh, but I also want to say... Uh, so in that space sequence, well, Guy Pierce looks like a member of Empire of the Sun, uh, yeah. which is a uh, and he's really an Australian electronic. And Luke Steele specifically, who's also in the Sleepy Jackson. A lot of people listening to this might not get that reference. Look it up though. Uh, yes. Look up Empire of the Sun, and you'll know exactly who I mean. But and Guy Pierce doesn't barely says anything in that, but he's really having fun with it. Like he's very smarmy oh, and in crazy. all of the in all of the bedtime story sequences. Guy Pierce is having a. You can tell like a, yeah, you can tell everyone involved is having a good time. Yeah, because they would like w- they would never be in a movie that is this ridiculous and stupid. Because the bedtime like- series, they're the proper. Make pretend that people love about yeah. acting. Like they that's what like, makes yeah. it so much fun. Is it's you're, you're like genuinely you're, playing. Yeah, you're supposed to hang it up and be ridiculous. Like it's it's like, it's enjoyable. Remember when he jumped a bunch of elephants in a chariot? Yeah, man, <laughs> badass. That was 
unnecessary. <laughs> Wait, when was that? Uh, when the... he went to Greece. Oh yeah, I forgot there was that. There was another sequence as we well. Forgot I forgot about, about the that one. one. Yeah, it's like ancient, ancient Rome, I assume. But what like, was that it's one? Greece. He said ancient Greece. Did he say ancient Greece? Yeah. Like a Colosseum, though. That's what he said in the. Uh, thing he said oh, no, it's the Olympics, right? Olympics. Yeah. Hang on, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He admitted I totally the X Games. Yeah, one. I forgot about that sequence, too, because it doesn't come back into it. Well, like the, the other ones all come back <laughs> into all. it. That one doesn't. It's just. It, that's. I think that one is when he's at his most self serving with the story. Yeah, and it doesn't actually achieve anything in real life. Um, he's but, just hey, making it all up. Also, uh, in the space sequence, there was a guy dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Which yeah. is, oh, it's a Disney movie. That I actually loved it. I really loved it. Yeah. I like it. really good. I like that. It was like, hey, hey, Buzz Lightyear. No, I like it because it was quite a detailed uh, suit. I like to think it's like, no... No, that it was Buzz Lightyear. It was just, just like the kids were probably like, oh, yeah, Buzz Lightyear was there. Are you <laughs> guys? It's a Disney movie. I like to think that was just legitimately Buzz Lightyear. Did you guys ever watch the cartoon Buzz Lightyear of Star Wars? Absolutely, Man? I did. It was, it was so good. It was really good. Uh, we should watch that. No, we I did not. No, it was good, dude. It was real good. Calling Buzz Lightyear, the galaxy's greatest hero. Skilled, courageous, and ever vigilant. Leaping into action, Buzz Lightyear hurdles to the rescue. His ongoing mission to protect the universe from the dark forces of evil. These are the adventures of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Cool story. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, also, but part of that is the kids add on that um, the, the end of the space story is he gets incinerated, so he just dies, um, and he's like, then paranoid that he's going to catch on fire because that's what the kids said would happen. And as it turns out, it meant that he was going to get fired. And in the, in, in the spirit of determinism, the reason he gets fired is he frantically sprays a cake uh, with a fire extinguisher that, that uh, like his boss's cake, and that's what gets him fired. So he kind of does it like, yeah, it's like, that because, it's because clever. he's paranoid. Is, that's what remember happened. when clever. he was... On, when he was afraid of being on fire and did some dick things like oh, spray the store attendant uh, like, yeah. push the Christmas fire tree, the Christmas tree spray that he sprays uh, in some guy's eyes and then goes oh I'll make it better sprays in his eyes. no you know what would make it better maybe if you help the guy get to like a sink and wash his eyes out that's I, probably a better I way really to do that I really like the exchange between Russell Brand and Adam after he pushed the fire dweller in the water he's like no he, he fell just, he just pushed that guy in the water and like, no he that- fell and Brand's like no. And there's a really <laughs> sassy uh, Asian waitress who's like, no, oh, can you have this and a chill pill? Like, she's really, like, really it's just like, uh, no, it's need to calm down, man. There's actually, that's yet another, so there's, these, these Adam Sandler movies have another history of, like, some really great minor appearances by, like, by Asia, the Asian man in Fifty First Dates who's just, like, a real, like, uh, I think there's, was there an Asian guy in the scene where in- uh, In uh, Anger Management. Chuck and Larry. Yeah, yeah there's a really good- Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in a fuck off. <laughs> Anger oh. was going to make that joke. Remember in Anger Management where he's having, he gets drinks with Heather Graham. I feel like it's, there's an Asian so. dude who's that. Yeah, yeah, it's the old Asian man yeah, who's and there's at also the bar. the Asian dudes in Click. Uh, like, there's just, there's some great- yeah, th- they think a- silly Asian people are very funny. No, but they are though. Like yeah. the guys that they get <laughs> for that, like they Asian. always get some great lines. Like those guys get really. What do you like, mean? They just, they? And they d- they Elderly Asian folks are just the <laughs> voice of the- reason in these movies. <laughs> Making up for that comment you made earlier that it was hopefully cut out of the last podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think he's it's gonna just like- he's gonna have to be real nice to me this week if he wants. That yeah, cut. I guess so. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like it's Reddit's going to have such a now, fun, can like, we, fun week. Yeah, because Reddit people definitely listen to this and post about it on Reddit. Do yeah, we have yeah. a subreddit? Absolutely not. We don't. Should we, sure we, we should do. make one. We we could make one. I don't really see the point. It just don't feels like to. it'll make us sad because no one will go there. I think the way they usually work, other as, people make it for you. It they enjoy it. It can't yes. be as bad as the strange. Wilderness hey, if you're subreddit. listening and you feel like making us a subreddit, Is go right strange ahead. Wilderness subreddit. Yeah, yeah I brought it up in the strange wilderness episode. Oh boy, and like I'm guessing it's not heavily frequented. Well, people were just speaking about how. They didn't like this movie very much. Why would you be on... Th- 
Who, why would you search out even, that subreddit? There wasn't, they weren't even like he was looking for angry about it. They were just no, like, like them. The yeah, people this who didn't wasn't like a good it. movie. Yeah, I, I, I do have a lot to say, was, and I am eager to talk about how little I enjoyed that movie. To be fair, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's, yeah, if you want to make us a subreddit, like feel free. That's fine, or don't because like. There's but probably let, it, let us what know. What would you do on it? What would it have? <laughs> they could talk about our episode every week when it comes out. It could be discussion. They, could, like, they could talk about their fan theories about what the racist thing oh, you said was. And if, and if you do make that, maybe we'll go there and answer your questions on it. AMA. Probably. We'll do an AMA. I, yo, no one wants that. It's like one person asking <laughs> us questions. do whatever you want. I don't know. It's like, it's like I don't Dylan, know why you listen to it's, this. <laughs> it's Dylan asking us questions on Reddit. Where it's like, dude, we can just hang out. Like, <laughs> um, hey, Dylan. <laughs> so... Guy Pierce also okay. They're, they're having their proposals for like the competing hotels, and he proposes okay. Oh, because it's also it worth mentioning. No, musical. it's worth mentioning that his initial thing was um, hard rock. Yeah, he basically uh, Nottingham tells Adam like, "Oh, this is the hotel." He's like, "Oh, you mean like the Hard Rock Hotel?" And he's like, "What? It's not original because you know, like originality is dead and whatever." But like, but also he's like, no, "He's That's not." You end up doing an Adam Sandler yeah, he, podcast. Yeah, he's not for it anymore, <laughs> and so he wants new, a new pitch. And so Guy Pierce's pitch is. A Broadway hotel, and he goes into a full like musical number and gets like Turns girls a dancing and like it was it was pretty good. It was pretty impressive. It's very tightly produced, but just like uninteresting. But of but like yeah, but then uh, Adam's one was much more heartfelt and like I think more engaging to people, despite the fact he couldn't talk throughout yes. the whole thing. Well, Russell Brand did a good job translating for him, except for that one time he screwed up. And you know, and obviously, like they said, he he got sympathy because he's. Tongue was a bit like Jonathan Logger comes over and imitates his beasting and says how funny it was. Jonathan good, good cameo. always which... has that character. Like, he's <laughs> like, hey, I thought that was funny. I'm crazy and I think bullshit things are funny. And then he goes, <laughs> like, Jonathan Logger Can I have my movie. paycheck now and to last me the rest of the year, please? But food, please, Adam. Can we go back to Hawaii, please? Jonathan Logan was in this movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nick Swartzen was also in this movie yes, again. He... Yeah. Fucking Nick Swartzen was in Very... He was demolition. He was yeah, a demolition man. He was man. a demolition man. Crazy. Yep. And he was I Sylvester he Stallone. Was, he was very. He was very good at his job because he wasn't going to blow. Oliver it up. looks like unhappy right well, it's now. Just, it's the same. Why? It's what I talked about last episode. It's the same thing. It's like they just you know, sneak him have, in at the end. There, he's not well, doing anything. What yeah. is he adding to this movie? These two movies had strangely similar cameos. Yes, they were just brief cameos where he was. It was like that one day, like because they were both two thousand eight. They were shooting on the same day. They're like, I oh, jump from this set to this set. You'll get cameos in both. <laughs> so can we talk about the fact that the fact like there's I a? I feel like he's just a stray dog that hangs around <laughs> with them, and and he's like, oh, is this my scene? Is like, this my scene to go on? Like. Fuck, fine. Get it. I'm going to get up to a movie soon. I'll get my movie soon, right? People are going to love it. People are going to love it. Aren't they? Aren't they? He's, he's the little dog. People like that, me, don't they? That old Looney Tunes cartoon with the little dog and the big uh, big dog where the little dog's like, hey, I'm your boy. And he goes, yeah, shut up and slaps him and no one else gets this reference, do they? No. I, I thought you were talking about Scrappy Doo for a second. Say, Scrappy, um, yeah, Scrappy no, but Scrappy Doo is a different vibe. Oh, I feel he's, like. um, what's his name from. Um, I don't know. I also Boogie fucking Bear. hate Scrappy Doo. But um, also. There's like it's it's not enough that it's like oh they oh no they're going to demolish a building and they don't need to anymore and it's like it's important to everyone that it doesn't get demolished that's not enough let's have the children be inside the building that's about to get blown up and have Guy Pierce go no we don't need to reach out Isn't we're Guy just like why they were in the in the building they were trying to find somewhere to put their but, poster like, Guy Pierce is so say. desperate it's, it's like yeah. no fuck that why is Guy Pierce so desperate it's like this building needs to be demolished now did like, it did it also explain why Monica knows that her children might be in there. She just can't find them, so she's paranoid. Because yeah. she just comes to the front of the line and they're like, like we're going to blow it up. And she's like, no, my no. children, my to be fair, there. To be fair, if I was like somewhere where a building's about to get blown up and I can't find my kids, I'd probably want to make sure yeah, they yeah, weren't I'd be pretty building. freaked out. 
That's a I pretty, don't know, man. Considering it's also their school that they. I mean, I don't have kids, but I'm pretty sure they'd feel that way. If you're anywhere in public and you're like, "Oh shit, I don't know where my children are," that's usually a big number deal. one. You're a bad mum. Number two. They, 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 they checked the building. They're probably not in there. But they granted, were, though. Granted, they were. But still, it's a bad movie. It was a weird, sudden plot device. No. Do you know what's a weird turn in this movie? Uh, that because Adam Sandler hugged him, Nottingham got so over his fear of germs that he became a school nurse. Yeah. yeah he was I like really a millionaire, <laughs> maybe a billionaire from his hotel chains and stuff. I thought that was so That was strange. really oh, unnecessary. I, I missed that. And Russell Brand married that girl and became very rich. And that was, yeah. Russell Brand fucks. At the end, Chris, when it was the narrator explaining, well, this is what happened to them afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was his thing. Which he didn't, he didn't even need to have one. Nope. He let could have just kept that, on owning hotels and being a rich guy. Yeah, yeah let alone one that well, just he can be rich and just give back to community. Just a question: Was Jill a bit of a bitch when she found out about the school thing? Like, it wasn't Adam's fault, and she pretty yeah. Much but you knows know that, that Guy Pierce would have to- like told yeah. her in a way where yeah, to make it seem like he did. It, know. it did seem a bit weird. She like, wouldn't believe him when he said that. But he even didn't know. even the kids, because like, it would, seemed no, it seemed like by the end he should have known. She believed him, but the way but that she just no. But given that given that he is pitching what the hotel's going to be, he should have known. So like it's kind it, of it's understandable, but no, but it is weird when she's like, of course, like she acts like, oh, well, you would have known. Well, it's, it's like uh, it's also weird when she's like, just when he says like, oh no, something weird's gonna happen, it's gonna fall on us, and a coin falls on him, and she acts like he's being crazy and like doesn't. She's like, yeah, I'm leaving now, whatever. It's like, I mean, that was a weird thing to do, but like, that's not that. She's crazy. just straight up out. Like she's just she's like, I'm but not. She, I'm she's leaving. walking away smiling. She's like, no, it was like it was like this is the moment. It's like moment's over. They, yeah. they, nice they do day. have a contentious relationship. Yeah, it's it's sort of a yeah. She's healthy. Yeah. And she's got a Prius. Yeah, also, but like she's a But they also say that she's fuck. like she's really pretty and skinny and Isn't her outfit's lovely. Also convenient that his high school friend was the zoning commissioner. Yeah, almost like uh. it's a movie. <laughs> but it does make sense in that context. Well that's the like, other thing. This movie does occasionally lose weird steam when it is like things become too convenient because of the device. It's like when look, he spoke no, think, to the narrator. I think that I think Oh yeah, that was true. I was like, wait, so he can talk to his dad who's narrating? Like, who is what? also dead? Yeah. No, I, I, we assume it actually did it say that his dad was dead? We assume. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, look, he got blown was, he got blown well, up by the great flame. There was <laughs> there was an in memoriam plaque at the that, Oliver, that's, that a, hurt, that's a first. big spoiler for the last episode of the last... Like, you don't have to tell them that's what it is. We've already said he's the High Sparrow. We did mention that. Guys, Oliver, spoil... <laughs> if you haven't seen the, the latest season of Game of Thrones, don't listen to that thing oh, Oliver boy, said like, 20 fuck. seconds ago. Just beep some of it if you really want, Morgan. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, nah. beep that whole thing. Oh, Oliver, you said a racist thing again. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Bloody um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh God. no! Don't beep that. Oh no, my do. God! Good stuff. Good stuff. What are you doing? To- what happened to I you this week? I said that so you could beep it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't mean it. Oh Jesus! Oh, I'm Christ. having a really good time. That's oh, what boy. every racist um, says. There was something. Oh, I think- now when you beep okay. it, people are going to think it's even worse than what it was. It was, was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Um, guys, there's a the problem with this is, and yeah, it's the whole thing. You're, about, you're on the same level as Rob Schneider right now. Oh god, <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> the whole convenient plot device thing is, you really do toe a line between like having a story that is neat and like wraps up and is doesn't go like doesn't you know bring up unresolved plot lines, but having things tie up too conveniently. And I think you get a little bit more leeway with a family or kids movie because like. I don't know. I think magical realism being more of a part of it. That like kids, funny also, little coincidences. Kids are also able to make jumps. Conflict yeah, and tension still has to mean something. But it could also be the fact that he encountered them at all. Like it's all. It could just be this was the will of the children. Yeah, that's the way a lot of this movie plays yeah. out. That sounds spooky. 
Yeah, it's the like, will of the children. It sounds like, like, it sounds like a Children of the Corn style yeah. movie. The other thing that's weird movie, about yeah. how the, the magic of this works, he's not that ever blown away by the fact that this is happening, and it seems like... He's at, pretty quickly on He's baffled and doesn't really once, and then he's like, this is life now. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to use this to serve me. To be fair, but, that's pretty much what he's like in Click as well. And to be fair as well, like <laughs> I, yeah, I'd probably be like less concerned about... Why it's happening? They're like, well, it is happening. I'm going to use it to my advantage. I think that's probably a fair approach. But to that, at, that's at, how I'd approach at it. At the end, yeah. it's like, does he continue to use it throughout his life, or does he it just seems like, oh, that way. it was crazy that I experienced genuine magic for a it's period just, of time? Just in my imagining life. it's like, no, okay, here's a scene. Uh, my here's 30s. a scene. Here's Back a scene. When magic existed. Guys, here's a scene that plays out. It's like nighttime. The kids are asleep in their beds. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door, and Adam Sandler frantically barges into their room. It's like. Uncle Skidder, what are you doing here? Kids, I need to tell you a bedtime story. I need to tell you a bedtime story. Uh, but we're already... No, no, no. Okay. It's like, dude, we're like, we're like 14 years old now. Like, this is a bit weird. No, no. Bedtime story. Okay. So, <clears throat> there's this guy doing whatever. It's in a story or something. And he's there with his wife. But this other attractive lady too. And she's totally down for us to, like, hang out together. Like, all three of us. <laughs> Do you, you kids are on board for this, right? Or is it? Or is three it like- years later, bangs into the room. Kids, I need to tell you a bedtime story. Uh, there's a, a, a guy named Skeeter, and he kills a drifter. <laughs> See, yeah, he, but, like, but, hey. but, but no one's able to find him. That'd be better, right? Skeeter. If no one ever found out about it. Skeeter's talking to his wife, and she says, "I want a divorce." And, and he says, I don't think that that should happen. And she says, okay. <laughs> yeah, you kids are on board, aren't you? Please tell me you're on board. Oh, jeez, you gotta, you gotta be on board. <laughs> So, yeah, there's definitely room for abuse of this power. Kids, I've got to tell you a bedtime story. I own a chain of hotels and I'm going to be president. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what if the kids uh, just have stories and things that they imagine themselves that don't have to do with him? Like, do they just happen to him as well anyway? Well, yeah, like, that's, that's true. <laughs> they imagine things? That's true because they've obviously had bedtime stories before. Like, is it the combination of... Him specifically telling stories well, he, and the kids agreeing with it. Like or? Also, he that said involves him. Does that the then main, happen to him? He yeah. set the main character himself as the main character in those stories. It's yeah, it is vague, and I, I don't think it's necessarily a problem for the movie of how vague it is. Like, it's not like it, I don't know that it would have been any better if they had explained that in more detail. I think it might have probably weighed it down a bit too much. But yeah, I mean, it leads to these questions. So yes. But yeah, I think that's about all I have to say about this movie. To be honest, yeah, um, I I enjoyed it though. I thought it was a good movie. It was good stuff. So, uh, let's move on to our first... Well, I guess technically our second segment, since we already covered that Rob Schneider bullshit. So... That's right, it's time for the Covert Allen Report. Uh, he's in this movie. He's a man in a Ferrari. He's quite covert because he's, he's wearing a very, blonde wig and sunglasses. He's and he's a, a complete dickhead. dickhead. He's pretty covert and it's, well, not, a, a it's not a kind of character that he would normally... He's usually a very normal person. I don't sometimes. know, he does... Guys, yeah, no, do he's reckon, a dickhead in Chuck and Larry's. So but he's yeah, usually even guys, like the butt of a joke or whatever. But do you like, reckon... He's him. not a rich person in a Ferrari, usually. Or, or is like he? Do you reckon that that's just him? And he's like, I'm going to drive through this scene and put myself Wait, in the You're saying movie. he's usually blonde? He normally wears a blonde wig and drives a Ferrari. He's like, I'm going to drive <laughs> I through I love this scene. theory that that's the real Alan Covert. <laughs> the real Alan Covert always wears his blonde wig. And he's like, he gets, and he's like, hey, Alan, you know, I've got another part for you in the movie. Can, can I wear my hair? <laughs> No, we need you to have like normal person here. No, this is what his- are you talking about? This is who I am, Adam. No, don't try to change me. No, this is real hair. He wears wigs and everything else. It's like, wait, so Alan, we want you to be in this movie. His real hair is fake looking, but he wears very convincing wigs and everything else. Alan, we want we want you to be in this movie. You're like a stoner who plays video games. Oh, I hate video games though. I don't ever touch weed. I like cocaine. I'm rich and have white hair. <laughs> the point is, he's in this movie and he's quite covert. So yeah, that's that's a thing. Moving on to the next segment. 
just like a fucking chat with another fucking girl for once. Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Now, does it look well? I I, I had to look it up because I honestly uh, didn't really give it a lot of thought. Um, is there a place you can look that shit up? Yes, there is. There's uh, some not always on there, but yeah, uh, Jill and Violet have a brief, very brief conversation. I think where they talk about the guinea pig. Uh, oh, they do. Yeah, very happens. brief. Is Violet the girl? Yeah, that's uh, uh, the Nottingham's, Mr. Nottingham's daughter. Yeah. daughter. So I do where the guinea pig though, but it's the guinea pig a boy. <laughs> well, yes, it is. Does that count? I don't think it does. But even so. I think that may be the only scene, so... If you have to ask if the gender of an animal, it's really just like... I mean, we've talked about before about how some of these movies sometimes may equate women to animals, status-wise. This movie doesn't do that, fortunately. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the only scene that would qualify, so arguably it does. Again, I'd say in this case, uh, you know, being a family movie... No character is that fleshed out. I think I'd say the women don't necessarily don't really fare any worse than the men in this movie. I think it's, it is it's pretty, pretty basic characterization. Yeah. In but it. I think like you know like Courtney Cox's character and and um and Felicity, I'm just going to always call Carrie it, Russell. No, I'm always going to call it Felicity. Uh, you know they're they're as fleshed out. I would say as every other character except argue, except probably it's, um Adam Sandler, but being the main character. It's a stock yeah. standard Disney film. Yeah, they're about as fleshed out as the children. The children, yeah. like, are yeah. pretty, like, prominent. They, so, there's not much to them. So, in short, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not a triumph for feminism, but then it's just, it's a it's a kid's movie, so. It's yeah. a triumph for children. Yep, sure. <laughs> no, it's okay for children. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's a but movie. That's it. I'm sure kill- children love this. Children. Yeah. <laughs> children. All right. Child murderers. Ooh. Christopher, what you no, got, Morgan, bro? That was Guy Pierce's character from Iron Man. Got Iron Man on the brain. Trivia Corner. Hey, everybody, choose Trivia Hotel. Come on by. The bed and breakfast is good. Let's get some room service. Bed Come and on. breakfast and hotel are different things. Shut up. No. Anyway, uh, the bulldog is mozza ball. I already told you that. Yep. That's a good fun one. According to Adam Sandler, Russell Brand's performance out of the main cast scored highest amongst text- te- test audiences. Isn't that fun? I Russell like Brand him. is quite likable. He's like he's he's, he's very great. like I find him just I think the way that I, I think he I would... think it's his silly his silly accent. Uh, he is inherently quite funny. I think he would do and an episode fact, of this podcast. If he's we got a just a thing like just his 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 characterization and just the way he delivers things is usually he's quite a ridiculous person, and I think it plays well. It for carries a lot. Sort of I don't dislike Russell Brand, but it does carry a lot of his I'm humor. Not, just his general yeah, mannerisms. I'm not, I'm not that into Russell Brand's humor, but I do find like as an actor, I quite like him. Yeah, I think he's. Wonderful. He's pretty good. He's, some of his like stand-up type stuff is like it's, some of it's like some like, of it's some of it's a bit. It's the same with much. most yeah. comedians. But it's though. like he, uh, yeah, uh, like without being that disparaging, I think a lot of it does have to do with the way that he talks and the way that he acts, and yes. it's, it's quite entertaining. Yep. Hey, did you guys pick up that uh, Violet Nottingham was a spoof of Paris Hilton? Oh, uh, I didn't really think I about think it, but that they're makes sense. both daughters of hotels uh, daughters, and they're being chased by the paparazzi and they're ditzy dumb shit. That's a pretty common thing, though. Yeah. There's not much very interesting uh, Guys, trivia. Remember that scene where, through, like, uh, where, where Adam Sandler scares the paparazzi by making Pretending them think he, has a he shoots a gun in the air? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty that crazy. That was weird. Um, Guys, have ha- there ever been a bed in breakfast? Where you, like- you mean breakfast in bed? No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. So you go to bed in bed. So it's like a giant room. Nah, Wait, sleeping in a sleep- cup of coffee. You sleep in an omelette? You sleep in a waffle. And like a pancake that rolls Pancake would work. Waffle, uh, waffle mattress, pancake sheets. That's a movie. Ooh, Make good. it, Adam. Waffle- <laughs> Bed in breakfast. <laughs> waffle mattress, pancake sheets uh, was the name of my uh, prog rock album in high school. There's definitely a comma in between that. Waffle, <laughs> waffle mattress, comma, pancake sheets. 
While Skeet is going through the driving range, one of the golf balls that flies past the screen has the Happy Madison Productions logo on it. That makes sense. That's very cool. That's pretty good. Is also, uh, Jackie Sandler makes and sense. Objectively. Movie. Oh, sorry. What was yeah. Jackie Sandler in this? Yeah. She was uh, in the uh, in the medieval story. Uh, there's a, a, a lady and a little girl who pick up Adam Sandler's hat after his oh. horse vanishes. Is that his And that's uh, Jackie and Sadie Sandler. Oh, that's oh, nice. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Hey, you want some reviews? Maybe get them some sweet zids. You want some reviews? This one's from Kristen from Michigan. Yep. What you got for us, What's Kristen the name of the review? Michigan. I'm going to guess how many stars it is. Not family friendly. One star. Yeah, this is easy. This game's you very only easy. Pick it's one also, and five star. Yeah, you never pick like yeah. A, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying. I mean, Otherwise, it's not a difficult I have game. to dig through a lot. It's not a difficult game, but that's I like where, it. That's where the gold is. Because if some it, anywhere in the middle, people usually have something thoughtful to say. But if it's one or five, they're angry about something. I mean, you could definitely delighted. find some maniacs on taking the middle ground, or, or they like but, terrible movies. But that would be a lot more like sifting. But there bullshit. is crazy maniacs sometimes sifting that are like raving lunatics talking about how good it is. Four stars. Yeah, that was that one. For that one. <laughs> oh no, talking about how bad. Yeah, talking about it's like the best movie I've ever seen. Four stars. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst movie I've ever seen. Three stars. Fine, I'll dig the deep. Popcorn at the time. cinema no, 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 wasn't no, good. No one's saying that. It's fine. <laughs> this Amazon took too long to deliver it. One star. Great movie, though. <laughs> My TV doesn't work properly, so I couldn't see the movie properly. <laughs> the yeah, sound that, wouldn't that, work. One star. That that was one of these. Movie yeah. was great, but at one point, the video was grainy. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <Fuck>. shit. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I, I'm Fran Palmer. I plug all my, <laughs> my computer stuff in wrong. What's wrong with my computer? One star. Mum, mum, we'll just fix it and make sure it's in there. No, not acceptable. I'll do it right. Well, you never have before, so Can you I won't. Did that story last time? Yes, we've like... already covered it. Okay. Well, I think we may have mentioned it. We don't did, want to go Did we mention the fact that, I don't know if I've told Chris about this. I had to help my mum with her computer stuff. She had, couldn't use, her printer didn't work correctly. Do you know what was wrong with her printer? She didn't plug it in? It was plugged it in. It was plugged in. It was plugged into the Ethernet port on both ends. <laughs> Both cables were plugged into the wrong port. And when Oliver said, why don't I just tape them in place? They said, no, no. no we'll- I think we know which one it goes in. Evidently objective, not. Yeah. <laughs> like, objective proof says that you don't. No. I, was, I basically just had to say, it's like, just, don't, don't touch it. <laughs> Leave it. Leave it be. Okay, anyway, anyway please read this review. <clears throat> not family friendly. We thought this was supposed to be family friendly. It is. But it is full of innuendos and suggestively dressed people. Oh my god. And some cursing. Awful. One star. Is this Children in Mind? What's that website? Oh, Children in Mind. Okay, Children in Mind is an amazing website. It Should we read reviews from that? Oh, dude, holy shit. Ah, oh, we should. Okay, starting starting next week. No, actually, do you want to just no no starting next week? Starting next week, we should do at least one children in mind. Actually, because they actually do a big long review. What is Maybe the concept? Take episodes. So, children in mind is a website where uh, people literally have children in mind when they review a movie. So they take a very hard stance on anything they don't. That imagine like the most up like uptight conservative parent would deem appropriate for children. And we don't mean general themes. We mean like beat for beat the things that happen yes. in the movie. Like. Everything but that wow. consider, the most beautiful thing, be the most beautiful thing about this website is now, if you had a website that did that, you'd probably only review like G or PG movies, right? Wrong. They review every movie. I was reading reviews just for in case you haven't Quentin out Tarantino those... movies and that kind of thing. It's like fuck. Just in case, yeah. Like literally, they review R-rated movies. With yeah, the I'm on it now. It's called Kids in My yeah. John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah. Oh, they yeah re- just they in review... case you haven't figured out what that very helpful uh, rating uh, system uh, is. Fifty Shades Darker. They review literally every movie. That one I'm gonna read because that sounds. Oh, interesting. They review literally I mean, every movie. I mean, I, it's you can sort by highest rating. There are a couple of movies that have tens Sex in every and category. Is off the scale. They for could that publish one. articles, but just be like, like Fifty Shades Darker. 
Do not watch. Do not show this movie to your children. Like, I this, I know you are going to, this but is, don't. This is the exact same problem with like when parents com- like when you get parents to complain about video games. It's like R-rated video games. Uh, I mean, in theory, assuming that the 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 retailer is doing their job right, it's like you have to buy that game for your kid. Yes, you can't complain about I mean, the content. It's like when it is. Rated R and restricted to people. It's above like 18. when parents complain, like we shouldn't have alcohol because kids can just buy it. The, I, I hate. Is that, that that we... a thing, is that a thing that's ever happened? No, it's I've... just the same equivalent of like, why can't we have yeah. an R rating? We do we now. Can. We do now. Yeah. No, it's... for a long time we did but it. But it's just every time you get those bullshit. complaints where it's like, oh, uh, my kid was playing this game and it had terrible content. It's like, well, don't buy him an R rated game. It's you literally dipshit. just people. How was I supposed to know? Little, you were warned. Little Bobby, little Bobby was was doing drugs in the game and shooting people, and it's like, well, that game is not for little Bobby. It's, ju- it's just people that don't understand that there are games that aren't for children. They think yeah. all of them. It's, are for it's a very common mindset in 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 old in the older generations. That it's like, well, games are for no, kids. No, it's people that can't say to their children, no, you can't have the new no, Call of Duty. No, is, you can't have no, Grand Theft Auto. I don't also, care if you're no, super friendly. But like, a lot of people also don't, like older people don't recognize. They, they, yeah. think, like, they, they don't think understand the, games the concept of an adult they who would want to play a video like game. Tetris and uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, they just, they, they, they're not... They're not in touch with it's games. Miss Pac-Man is playing. too risque. They're not hip to it. All she's wearing is a bow tie. Well, you know, that's the problem, though. That is a genuine thing. It's like when you put something in one piece of clothing, it draws the ab- your attention to the ab- Like The fact that Donald Duck doesn't wear pants, if he wasn't wearing any clothes, it'd be fine. If he just wears a shirt you re- and a hat, you really notice that he's not wearing pants. Especially when he's got his... Just his dick hanging uh, out. And when his, and dick's like, when his dick is just like dro- draping all over the place and occasionally he'll spit around too fast and hit Huey, Dewey and Louie in the face, like quack, quack, quack. <laughs> it's really disconcerting. His big, yeah. his his big corkscrew duck dick. He really, like, he really gives him a bit of a turkey And also, slap. to be fair, you said Miss Pac-Man. A duck slap. Duck slap? To be yeah. fair, Miss Pac-Man is only wearing a bow on her head and is always guzzling balls. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more Hey, do you want to read another there, review maybe? Yeah, I do. Um... This 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 podcast this also by the way kids in mind uh, not family friendly. This one's by Alice Martin. <clears throat> oh, what's the name of the review? What's the title? Another horrible Sandler Monster. disaster. Monster. <laughs> Worst movie in years. Oh, Every no. few years we forget what horrible movies Sandler makes. My wife and our two kids sat through this quote comedy, and no one laughed, not once. <laughs> This has the gags, the same gags, the same stereotypes, the same endings, etc. Why does Hollywood keep making this trash? Never again. I see Sandler is on the Sony hack grinding Sony for $200 million for a movie. What? <laughs> Tell me it's a bad idea. Are they suggesting Adam Sandler hacks Sony Wait. to steal money? <laughs> Guys, I don't... Tell me this is a bad dream. I think, One star. I think we flagged this, like early on in this podcast and I still have never verified whether this is a real thing that happened which is you know exactly what I'm going to say when Adam Sandler signed a deal with Netflix have you heard you know when Adam Sandler signed a deal with Netflix apparently and I don't know that this is true but apparently and probably jokingly one of the when someone said why uh, because the reason is obviously money but he said the reason he did it is because Netflix rhymes with wet chicks (laughs) I A don't know that that really happened and B if it did he was probably joking I, but I've heard that, good. and I'm like, I really want to know if that's true. I thought you were talking about the Sony thing where they leaked oh, all the, those the e- emails, and there was a bunch of emails from people like, why are we, oh, why dude, do we still make have these? You read, like, <laughs> genuinely, like, no, back and forth, like, why are we still funding these read, Why, Why are we making these? Have you read any of those emails? No. There was, the okay, someone was talking about it on Reddit, and someone posted a link to the best one, which is a Sony executive talking about... Sp- the Amazing Spider-Man 2 and things that they think should be in that movie. Oh, uh, I'm God. not gonna. I can't recall exactly. I just remember there was some Is mention. This like the level of that guy that finally put that robot spider. In there that was movie? there was something along <laughs> the lines of, and this is probably like butchering what it was because what it actually was was way more ridiculous. But it was like 
Kids like that EDM music. Can Electro's powers have something to do with EDM? Like, no, you guys need to look into this. Look into, like, um, exec, like, Spider- Amazing Spider-Man Are these movie two. executives? Yeah, this is, like, someone high up in Sony saying, can we put these things in the movie because kids love this? And it was just, everyone was just like, holy shit, this just shows how out of touch they really are. Because it's yeah. like... It's crazy. Yeah, kids do like those things if they're appropriately contextualized. Yeah, that, it, it, it's, it wasn't like a Sony record executive trying to push a specific music. There may it? have been some but some of that in there that as well. Made, that would have at least made But even sense. so, no, it was like three different points, I think, about like things they should do with the movie, all of which were just like, that's a bad idea. To be fair, they are describing the Overwatch character, Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> well, also the dubstep gun from... Yeah, Spencer well, it, it, it was just like, it was like, like hilariously out of touch. Anyway, um, I think that's about it. Yeah. I've got a I, thing. I, I did want to say. Uh, I, I have the email about that if we review. Oh I yes, I have. I love do you want to? Do you want to read it out? I have all these to say with the. No, hang on. With Chris's uh, the review they just read before. I love when they're like, I'm never gonna like. I, I watch these movies every year. Never again. It's like we've talked about free will in this podcast. Like just yeah, if you don't like don't. any of the Adam Sandler movies you've watched, don't make yourself and your children watch it. I watch this every year. And every year I've watched it, I've said I'm not watching it every time. I'm gonna, I'm I gonna realize I hate it. It's like just you, like that's not Adam Sandler's fault. Just don't watch them. Maybe yeah, maybe you are not the intended audience for this movie just, then. Uh, Morgan, would you like so to read I, that email? I found the email. Uh, there's three points. Yep. The email is titled "Spidey Thought." Yep. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Spidey Thought. Hey, Amy, just a couple of thoughts from 35,000 feet, LAX, JFK. This is a bored executive also, on a plane. Yeah, but it's like, why do you need to mention that, that you're in a plane? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I'm an he's a jet-setting businessman. Thought number one. A rising trend we see the millennials are the really... Uh, what? Fuck. All right, a rising trend. We see the millennials are really are the really extreme forms of exper- experimental exercise like Tough Mudder, a sort of filthy triathlon... <laughs> The color run, and even things like hot power yoga, veganism, etc. Veganism? <laughs> no, 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 hot power yoga, veganism is one thing. No, I, like, <laughs> I like it way more. Being veganism is like what an extreme, <laughs> gross health trend. Millennials not eating animal products. Millennials will often post uh, open parentheses NBD closed parentheses on their social media after doing it, as in no big deal. Also known as the uh, humble brag. Dot, dot, dot. Wondering R.I.P. If, Harris Whittle's inventor of Humble Wondering if Spidey could get into that in some way. He's super athletic, <laughs> bendy, strong, intense, and it's all NBD to him, of course. <laughs> Oliver's face right now. <laughs> Point, his eyes are so wide. Point number two we have touched on. EDM, open brackets, electronic dance music, close brackets, is the defining music for millennials. <laughs> Wondering if there's an EDM angle somewhere with Spidey. His movements are beautiful. Would be awesome with a killer DJ behind it. Fucking hell. I really wish we were filming Oliver's face right now. Third point. Snapchat just launched a story functionality, which is sort of, brackets, day in the life of me. Close brackets. Told me in a... Why does that need to be brackets? Uh, Sorry, no, brackets. uh, Quotation marks. Okay. Told in a series of Snapchats that expire after 24 hours. It has a very VIP quality about it. Since... (laughs) Invitation only. Getting invited into Spidey's Snapchat circle would be huge and very buzzworthy and cool. Fucking hell. <laughs> they want Spider-Man to use Snapchat in the movie? Is that what the they're top, saying? The top comment is, <laughs> thank God Marvel has some control now. <laughs> Fuck me running. That's so good. And I, but also, th- that whole like, I think that does also like- say, it's like, yeah, that, that's also like, 
the reason why these superhero <laughs> movies go so far off the rails is like, yeah, Marvel, for whatever reason, their executives... I mean, because they're obviously Marvel. They get what comic books are meant to, like what they really like. This I, guy, I, he also one of the they mentioned all these crazy health trends yeah. and didn't mention the one that actually applies to Spider Man. Parkour. Parkour. Oh. This is like that is one that makes perfect sense and is effectively in the movie. It's like what? Is yeah, but this guy clearly like has probably never heard. I of love Reddit. These guys. This guy. Someone said, "Jesus, they say Spidey from a terrible future." And someone's going, and they did it in an MBD kind of way. <laughs> So that was yeah, often a tangent, but that was definitely <laughs> worth reading out. I think so. That's it. And then no, no, someone no, 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 tagged no. our fellow kids as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I've I've you developed some like... music to put under that, <laughs> guys. I've some developed real EDM, like hip EDM music. <laughs> Go on, Chris. I've developed uh, somewhat Ooh. of a test this week in my spare time that yep. I would like to put forth to you guys. Okay. Somewhat of a a test to, specifically for podcasters, to test how truly open you are with your audience, how willing you are to sh- bear yourself uh, warts and all. Okay, I'm not sure I like where this is going. Oh, yeah, me But either. then again, I have said some pretty fucked stuff about my personal life before, so let's go. Exactly. You're opening the door, you're letting them in, and you're showing them who you really are inside. And in order to, to test how truly open you are... It's a very simple test. All you have to do is sing. All right, I'm getting my dick out right now. <laughs> is you got to sing, take on me, and genuinely try. No. I don't want to do that. I would do that. I just don't know that that's where this podcast is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take on me. Take on me. Take me. I'll be gone. So what movie are we doing next week, Mom? <laughs> so this week we did, of course, this movie. Bedtime it was stories, great. Yes. Would you recommend it, guys? Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, sure. Nah. Is, yeah. Next if week, kids. boys, if, can if we get a... kids, there's probably still also yeah. a lot of better movies to watch. Next week, boys, can we get a bit of a drum roll going? We are doing... Fuck, it's grown-ups, isn't it? <laughs> We are doing... I've had so many guesses, they've all been wrong. Paul Blart, Mole Blart, number one. Oh! 